Hey everybody, welcome to Hashtag All Podcast Matter presents Movies you are already seen to before And episode of movies you either love, hate it, or generally forgot about I don't know if I've ever seen this movie before <laughs> Well, um, Event Horizon We're talking about that movie a Quick movie- question Yes Do you ever stand on a step stool and pee from it? Because <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm tempted, but I don't want to. I don't want to break it. Then I have to explain it. Well, there's piss everywhere. <laughs> it it should. I think it supports up to 275 pounds. So you should. I don't know. But yeah. All right. I'm just saying. Do you? No. You know. You know. You're not tempted. No. No. All right. Fine. I've also wondered the same thing. That's why. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <it was laughs> so I come to Key's house. To, uh, we do the show at his house, right? And so he has a three-year-old son? Yeah, he's three. Three-year-old son, he has a step stool to pee on. And every, like, every time I go out of the bathroom and I come over, the step stool's there because he leaves it there. And I'm like, I have to kick it to the side. I'm like, one day I'm just going to stand on the step stool and pee. And see, what, see what kind of aim I got. <laughs> well, Cole kind of cusses down to the wire. So I just, I just leave it there at all times. It's, it's just easier. Yeah. It's, it's easier for you to remove it than it is for it to put yeah. it there. It's easier to leave it there than mop it up. Yeah. Is, what, is what I'm saying. Uh, but this week, uh, aside from toddler urine talk, we're going to talk about Event Horizon. Toddler urine talk <laughs> sounds like a new Efor- uh, uh, R. Kelly album. <laughs> um, Easy joke. Ugh. You're probably wondering why I picked this movie, Vic. No, I know. You love this movie. You've been trying to get me to watch Event Horizon for uh, a while. It's it's actually the, the whole reason that I started this podcast. Okay. Explain. No, it isn't. It isn't. Uh, I, I know it isn't, but anyway. But I, I picked this movie because I saw it in theaters back in 1997, mm-hmm. and it was pretty horrifying back then. Yeah, I can see how it would be. And I'm like, holy shit, it's a, it's a Furious in Space. How many times have you seen this movie? Um, Three. For you to talk about this movie so much, I've thought you've seen this movie hella times. Uh, maybe seven. Somewhere between three and 20. That's not a good thing. I know I've seen uh, Fifth Element like 20 times. <laughs> I watch it every year just to be safe. But I like it uh, based, based on... It has Dr. Grant from from Jurassic Park mm-hmm. and Furious Styles from Boys in the Hood. Mm-hmm. Those are your two iconic movies from my childhood. And they took those characters and put them in space. And they, okay. go, to, and they go to a ship in hell. Castless. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's like one dude. I gotta see. It, it's fucking throwing me off where he's from. It also has Alfred Pennyworth from Gotham. Um, yeah. So it's like people in there is like, oh shit, you guys are people in my life now because I watch your movies. Yeah, it's a fantastic cast, and they can all do a good blood curdling scream, mm-hmm. which which is hard to find in Hollywood as evidence in movies like Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, what's the day? Could not yell. You're gonna have to do this movie because I was not paying attention. Oh, it's fine. And uh, how does this movie fit into the MCU? You might ask. Nope, <laughs> did not ask that question. No need. Nope. That's my thing. Don't do that. I, I know. I was gonna fit it in for you. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. No need to. But you know, Richard T. Jones. He's he's in Narcos, uh-huh. which is sometimes on Netflix. It's right next to a Marvel show. I mean, Lawrence Fishburne plays Giant Man in Ant Man. I thought he was playing Goliath. It's the same character. It's, oh, okay. it's, giant, it's giant Man slash Goliath. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This movie has this movie has a very '90s intro. It just plays like electronic trip hop, and there's a bunch of names over um, a black hole. 
which is pr- which is pretty fun. I'm gonna give it. Give me a second. Okay. Okay. Where the fuck is this dude from? Right there. Because <laughs> oh. that's who I couldn't figure out who the hell he was. Oh, he's in a lot of things like uh, Jason Isaacs. He's in a lot of things like Pearl Harbor. Like what was he in Harry Potter? What's his name? It just says his name. I don't know. I have to scroll down. It was right there. It was the first thing. Right there. The Harry Potter. Known for. Malfoy? He was. Oh, he's this Draco's dad. Oh, okay. All right. He has blonde hair. All right. So everybody, I like you in this movie. Anyway. So this movie starts with fucking uh, a dissertation. Yeah. There was so much reading on the screen. Bro. There, there's a lot of typing on the screen. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, you were also in the Tech Academy. Uh, Randy, t- Randy, one of our teachers, taught us mm-hmm. that you're never supposed to put a bunch of typing on the screen right. because it's annoying for the audience to read. Bro, and they were typing that shit out. It's like, type, 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 type. I'm like, bro, you, you know how much I hate typing, period? And you're going to type it on the screen. And it was like, I'm not, I'm going to try and be like, it was like four minutes of typing, right? It was, like, of, it was a lot of typing. Yeah, we get, we get like 45 years of American history mm-hmm. starting in 2017. 2015. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they missed the mark, but whatever. I skipped. I skipped a bit of it, but the important part is that in twenty four, a big ass spaceship disappears, and it's the worst space disaster in the history of the world. Or was it? Dun dun dun. Anyway, so after five minutes of fucking reading typing words, we get the crew of the Nebuchadnezzar. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit looked just like the Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> Somebody saved that set. Use it again. It's now twenty forty seven, and we see Doctor Grant. Uh, wake up in a cold sweat like Tupac at the end of California Love. Mm-hmm. You gonna do it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he has visions of dune buggies, and he's riding around with Chris Tucker and and uh, Zap of Zap and Roger, and it's and it's a pretty great song, but it's played too many times. You don't ever really want to hear it again. Yeah, it was all right. Um, and I guess he was dreaming about his wife at home, but they never really told us what happened to his wife or somebody. He was like, hey. I'm sorry, it was all my fault. I think she left him or some shit like that. But whatever, I don't care. He has a vision of and he he has a vision of love like Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, he, we're in like a spinning space corridor, and then he has a nightmare, and there's a bunch of floating stuff in there because it's 1997 mm-hmm. and it looks like a screensaver. There's a fossil watch, a Tamagotchi, a Fila sweatsuit, just kind of floating in anti gravity. Mm-hmm. Then he starts dancing on the ceiling. I was watching B Street 2 the other day, so shut up. You know, I've never seen that movie. It's, I mean, hey. hey. Also, also in this movie, we see the curve of the Earth because it's in space. Mm-hmm. You think B.O.B. has seen this movie at all? Or? Nope. Probably not. He doesn't watch movies about space. The Earth is flat, all right. Because, anyway, so we get to read the rest of the crew. We have Captain Furious Styles. And some black guy. I know. It's super diverse by 90 standards because mm-hmm. there's two black people. Yeah. And if they had Asian in it, man. What? And there's women in space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of, Sonya Blade and... Uh, That's what it was. Yeah, she looks like Sonya. Mm-hmm. Um, come on. I'm telling you. you oh, okay. oh, okay. It's a very, very diverse by 90 standards. And apparently this is a rescue team. And uh, they just get wake up from hypersleep because everybody likes that. And there's a bunch of movie science about hypersleep. Mm-hmm. And like you said, Larry Fishburne is a cool-ass space captain of the Nebuchadnezzar. Desert. Mm-hmm. Which, this is like a demo tape for The Matrix. Okay. I think after this movie, he liked it a lot, and he just took the chair home. And, <laughs> and, and, and the set, you said. <laughs> he was like, The Matrix? Chelsea, I got something for you. <laughs> this movie. Anyway, oh, yeah, Matrix came like, what, two years later? Yeah. yeah. 
Um, come on, this is your movie. I I was not watching this movie. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I watched the movie, but I was like uh, fucking zoned the, the fuck out. You know the part where Doctor Grant explained where the crew was yelling at him to explain how the oh, okay, how okay, the space drive works. I got you. So. Um, Everybody's waking up and they're doing the wake up thing and they're like, "All right, so what the hell we're we doing?" So Doctor Grant was like, "He he plays a doctor in here, so that's why we're gonna keep telling him Doctor Grant." It's it's totally fine. I wrote Doctor Grant the entire time. So he's asking him. He was like, "All right, so we're on a rescue mission to find the Event Horizon," and everybody's like, "Oh man, the Event Horizon! We heard about that in Space Camp." And it's like that plays the thing. Why are we wasting our time going to Event Horizon? And then he was explaining to him that the ship can travel through the ends of the earth ends of the universe and he's like how is that possible and he's like oh it has a quantum drive jump and we make wormholes and black holes if he'd have stopped at that moment i would have been totally fine of what the fucking event horizon does but no this movie wasn't trying to pad the runtime i guess it was trying to make the runtime no there's very short there's like 40 minutes cut out of this movie oh shit that's one of the reasons why it worked for me even though it's not that great, hey, 90 minutes. <laughs> and so, like, Dr. Grant, who's, like, a person that can make black holes, so he done two or three classes of physics. And so, uh, and then again, a, a team of people that has nothing, know anything about space anomalies and shit like that, demands that he explain how a fucking ship that can travel through space, time, and dimensions is made. And he's trying to, and they kept yelling at him because they're not understanding what he's saying. So he was like, so the quantum generator, layman's term. He's like, bitch, I can't, the thingy. Like, if, I, <laughs> if I dumb it down anymore, I won't be saying words, motherfuckers. But they were really yelling at him and for science that nobody wanted. It's, uh, he explained it so well that they actually ripped it off in Interstellar. <laughs> the whole tearing a piece of paper off the wall, folding it in half and putting a pencil through it. I've never seen Hitcher Sailor. It's okay. It seems long. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. I watched. I literally watched it over a few days. Nice. But something that's also mildly amusing is that one of the crew members displays pornography publicly, mm-hmm. and uh, Doctor Grant uses that to explain. Mm-hmm. Oh, it wasn't pornography. It was just a pun up. They were respectful, and so <laughs> I don't know. Do we so, have a crew in there in so, space? It's so kind of gross. He's like, I'm gonna touch myself to this later. We have a crew and they're in space and they all have families, so we should care about that. No, so. that that lets you know that this character isn't going to be okay. That's that's my favorite horror movie trope. Or actually, it, they do that in pretty much every movie. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? I've got a family and I just paid off my car note and I have five years left until I retire. Boy, I can't wait to retire right after this mission. Mm-hmm. Um, the favorite, the best one to do it was Black Dynamite. Show's picture. <laughs> the militants turn startled. <laughs> let you in here anyway um so they get to the event horizon no our, our crew receives like uh, this this uh crazy signal of everyone being horribly murdered but and it does it, it, it they can get it at first because all they heard was latin it was like oh there's latin so it says save us and so because everybody speaks latin and shit like that uh draco malfoy who's the coolest character in this whole movie because he was down to murder dr grant immediately because before all the fuck shit started he was like i don't like this we're probably going to die. Let's murder him right now. I'm always down for that guy. He's like, you know what? Be safe. Let's just do murder right now. What's the worst going to happen? We don't all kill each other? What's the worst thing to do happens? We do. <clears throat> but he'd still be murdered first. Well, there's a lot of times where the movie tried not to happen, mm-hmm. but the characters didn't really allow it. Like when they when they get to the event horizon and they mm-hmm. scan it for life. And this is a rescue mission. All right. So they scan it for life and don't find anything. 
but then decided to go onto the ship. Okay. And so they're walking through and they don't see anything. They see some coolant gel floating around and then they see everything's abandoned and then they go to one room and they see blood. I left. I I'm like, nope. Fuck that. <laughs> and then there's, a, there's a mutilated corpse floating around. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the gravity core looks like some sort of terror engine. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but it looks horrifying. Yo. Also, there's spikes on the wall. You don't want that. Like, what the fuck is there spikes on the wall? No one explain it. I don't care about anything else. Explain how you can rip a hole in the dimension. Why is there spikes on the goddamn wall? And so, one guy went through it, and then the gravity field, like, reacted to new humans and shit like that. And it... Sucked the guy through the dimension, and then black guy number two had to go through the dimension and save him. And he comes back through the dimension, and then dimension. But he's not the same. Well, no, the other dude's not the same. Yeah, I know. He's not the same. But he's really vague about what happened. He's, he's a like, white dude? Yeah, he's, he's pretty evil in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't explain what kind of evil, but it's super evil in there. He was like, dogs and cats living together, bro. Shit was going down. Trump is the president. Anyway. So he comes back, and then the black guy having just went through a portal, started explaining he just went through a portal. And Dr. Grant was like, no, that couldn't happen. And the black dude was like, no, 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 bro. I'm trying to tell you I went through a fucking portal. You're delusional. Why am I delusional? We went through a fucking portal. And then Sir Furious was like, hey, calm down. And I was like, hey, I'm, I'm calming down, Furious. That's why, and that's why this movie works for me. Because mm-hmm. Furious is sternly telling people what to do. Mm-hmm. Like the part where he tells them that we have to keep Mars black owned. And the part where he gives them a lecture about space gentrification. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I was about to blow his head off with his space gun, but I really didn't want to, but I was going to. Exactly. And he told me something about living on Plymouth Rock and the Justice League sucks. <laughs> also like when he said that as well. <laughs> and so uh, they're like, Dr. Grant, let's just say, then they was like, Dr. Grant is dismissing the dude telling him, like very calmly, it's like telling him what he saw and he's like, oh, the ship isn't turned on so that couldn't happen even though, you know, it's space and you can make fucking wormholes, but you know the ship turning on by itself is totally out of question. So so the movie escalates when the uh, Lewis and Clark, the ship they came in on is, is uh, fucked up beyond recognition, so they kind of have to stay on the event horizon. But, plot twist, they only have 20 hours of air. Yeah. And so, uh, English dude is out there fixing it, and so is the black guy. And then the movie started happening. People start hallucinating and seeing shit and hearing thumpings and stuff like that. Uh, Furious Styles, he, everybody starts having their own hallucination. Then they agree that the ship is making them hallucinate for some reason. And then they were like, oh, no, one lady saw her dead chin in the sick bay or son with broken ankles in the sick bay. And Furious saw one guy that he left behind, but he was immediately like, oh, this isn't real. I'm done. He's good at like, because uh, he's, he's used mentalization. Yeah, yeah. He has because <laughs> he's used to the, the government trying to trick him. Mm-hmm. Well, we buy houses. He, he's seen that all before. Uh, Dr. Weir keeps seeing his wife with no eyes. Mm-hmm. And he's like. He takes uh, Dr. Miller, a.k.a. Furious, mm-hmm. to go fix the warp core. And he has to go inside like, a computer crawl space, mm-hmm. which I kind of left it. <laughs> it's a computer crawl space because it's got, it's got to be like the microchips or something. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at the warp core. And so he starts tripping and screaming like a little bitch, but he thinks nothing is wrong because his ship is so valuable. I mean, you made one. You might as well make it again, right? Yeah, why not? 
Seems like if you can make one, you can probably. I mean, did you keep the plans to the warp core, or was this a fucking accident? Probably should just make another one. I'm pretty sure he has a PDF somewhere. Mm-hmm. Space. It's, it's 2050. You can do this again. And so everybody starts realizing that everybody's having fucking visions and shit like that. And then one lady surmises that, hey, um, you know how this thing can go anywhere? We think it brought something back and the ship might be alive. And, you know, might be trying to kill us or something like that. Yeah. And Lawrence Fishburne isn't really happy with that explanation. Mm-hmm. But, of course, he would be. That's not a good explanation. Yeah. But it makes sense. I mean, and so... I was... If they're you, repairing the ship outside the hole, and they're I was, like, th- "I was thinking about uh, putting a gap in my teeth mm-hmm. because it's been it worked pretty well for Lawrence Fish, uh, Michael Strahan, Anthony Anderson, Sam Jackson, Anna Paquin. Who's your favorite gap tooth actor? Man, well, let me get through this damn story. <laughs> oh, what I'm saying is, stop giving your kids braces. Fuck that. <laughs> Braces is cheap, man. <laughs> when we were kids, they used to be, they had a whole ass Simpsons episode about braces and shit like that. Lisa braces needs, is cheap. Lisa needs braces. <laughs> Diddle plan. <laughs> um, put a pencil in his butt crack. Anyway. But but admittedly, I understand the ship's uh, standpoint. I don't like when people show up uninvited either. Mm-hmm. The ship, uh, what was the ship's end game? Because it seemed like you should get more people to go crazy. So you probably should have let these people take you back to Earth. Uh, I didn't really have a long haul plan, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or maybe if those people survived, like after would like slaughter those people, and then go to Earth. I don't know. But no, I don't think it had a plan. I think because it would have went to Earth already. It was already functional and shit like that. It need nothing fixed. I'm like, I'd have just filled it up with like a billion people and took them all to hell. Well, I guess um the new pilot was going to be Doctor Weir, but mm-hmm. then you know we got blown. But up. he was going to hell. Hmm. So anyway, the plans got foiled. I guess Hale's just like, you know, hey, baby, we don't need a lot. You know, just a few good people. And so everybody starts tripping. Uh, Dr. Ware is slowly slipping into psychosis, and no, ain't nobody killed him yet. I'm like, whatever. Oh, yeah, he's twirling his mustache, and there's, like, mus- musical cues, and half his face is in the shadow. Mm-hmm. And, and he's, he's walking backwards all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's using Bing. <laughs> um, so they are fixing the ship, and the, fix- the ship is almost fixed. And then... Everybody starts panicking because, oh, oh Baby the, Bear, uh, the one that went through the uh, portal, uh, gets actually possessed, right? Oh, and yeah. So he walks out to the airlock, and he turns the airlock on, and he's like, we're all going to die down here. We're all going to die down here. You know, real Resident Evil and shit. And he presses the airlock, and so immediately presses the airlock. He comes to his senses like, oh, shit, I'm about to die. Ah, I'm being exposed to the harsh elements of space. You would think, like, for accidental purposes, there'd be a way to stop that whole thing while you're in the airlock. Whatever. And so, if you're. But I guess it makes sense. I mean, you're not supposed to be possessed when you go in there. There's a a sign right outside the door that says, don't go in here if you're possessed. True, true. But it's like, what if I fail, you know, and I slap something? (laughs) What if I clean it something? It should be a way to open, stop this. Because he turned on, like, he turned off, like, two or three fail safes at least. No, he did. All he did was press one goddamn button. (laughs) <laughs> it should be another button that I press. All right, a button to stop that button. It's yeah, like, yeah. oh shit, there's a leak in my suit. I didn't notice earlier. Let me stop this button. That would be safer, yeah. Yes, but oh yeah, but the ship is evil. But there should be that button. The yeah. button wasn't oh. there. Well, it is poorly designed. Yes. All right, give me that. Thank you. Uh, so Mil- Furious has to do a mad dash across space <laughs> in time to get to him and tell the- him to curl into a ball and let all the air yeah, out. Patch, patch me through to him. I'll give you these special instructions. Blow all the air out your lungs and uh, think of that Papoose freestyle that came out this week. 
Uh, you call yourself Heathcliff. You're that other cat. That was a punchline I didn't really get. I don't really get the thing behind Papoose. Yes, he can rap the alphabet. <laughs> well, Heathcliff wasn't the other cat. Garfield was the other cat. There's more than one. There's more than two cartoon cats. Maybe he means orange cats. I don't know. So he saved Baby Bear, but they was like, "Well, he he's fine, and we put him on thing, but he probably is like dead inside." And so they're like, "All right, now it's time to get off this ship." And so they devise a plan to get off the ship. And then Doctor Ware was like, "This ship's never gonna let us leave, baby. Bad yeah. boy for life." Yeah, take Mil- that, take <laughs> that, take that. Miller asked all the questions. Mm-hmm. I need some goddamn answers. Where's the ship been? And why weren't you in Jurassic Park too? <laughs> but why did you come back for three? That pterodactyl cage was fire though. Kind of fire. Did they get out? Why did they never get to this thing? They probably died. You know, they're in the middle. Of- all right, shut up. The pterodactyl cave was in the book in the first one. Mm-hmm. So the, that third movie was terrible overall. Yeah. So I'd have murdered that fool that, that tricked me into getting on the thing. But anyway. I think we reviewed several movies that feature interdimensional hell. Name five. Uh, Hellboys and this one. All right, um, so now Dr. Wheeler is on full-on thing. He's like, I'm, I'm just you saying, guys can't I'm, leave. <laughs> I'm just saying people are going to call us, uh, protest us, and saying we're attacking Christmas. Fuck Christmas. Damn, those are strong words against Christmas. First of all, he was born in August. No way people be out tending their shepherds at night to see that star, all right? You know how cold it is in Baghdad? In winter? No. It's hella. Deserts gets really fucking cold in winter. It's very unlivable in the manger, whatever. <laughs> anyway, your sheets wouldn't be out there. You don't let your dog out when it's cold. Why the hell would sheets be outside? Wool ain't at, wool ain't wool ain't wool when it's on sheep. It's just their hair. <laughs> anyway, sorry, bastards. Um, so there's like now it's time for the second act, third act, third uh, act second act. Miller and uh, English guy who is Alfred, correct? Yeah, Alfred Pennyworth. Yeah, they're having they're having a, a heart to heart. It turns out the recording was actually uh, "Save Yourself from Hell." Mm-hmm. We probably could have avoided coming here in the first place if it were to have translated this properly in the first place. Yeah, and then they fully then they have was a video that was hella scrambled, and then they uh, unscrambled it, and it was the brutal porn. Yeah, they actually hired uh, porn stars to act out this brutal, brutal, horrible orgy scene mm-hmm. that was luckily cut from mostly from the film. Yeah. I'll spare you the details, but I read about it. But that party looked fire, though, right? <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure the drugs they were on, like, before we got all gouge your eyes out, it looked like they were having fun. Oh, probably, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so they was like, all right, now it's really time to go. Because, you know, probably should have left a long time ago when dude got possessed. But then Dr. Will was like, well, I'm just going to be over here. And so Alpha Pity was on the ship by himself, and he was like, hey, Dr. Weir, you're looking kind of crazy. What the hell are you doing? And uh, Dr. Weir gets off the ship, and he was like, hey, uh, Furious, uh, Morpheus, uh, what's wrong with Dr. Weir? He's like, hold up, let me go check on these bombs. He's like, oh, this nigga took a bomb. He's probably going to blow up the ship. You should get off the ship. He's like, no, I'm going to find the bomb. He wouldn't have made it anyway. There's like 40 seconds on it total. Nah, he took, he took... Peter, no, he took like 20 seconds looking for the thing. And Dr. Weir made it five seconds before he left. Yeah, I guess he could have ran. He guess maybe he could have made it. I like, but he didn't warn the guy who was outside of the ship repairing it. Mm -hmm. 
at all. He was just completely surprised by it blowing up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, he, you're definitely surviving, aren't you? And so then... Yeah, he missed most of the movie. He's just hanging out outside. Oh, and then the one chick dies because uh, they were getting, I guess, air sticks and some shit like that. And then she <laughs> she sees her her son, and but she knows like the shit's making them hallucinate, and so she goes chase her son, and then she falls for really high. Yeah, she gets good sunned. Yeah, um, Fury Styles like the that was, more that's actually one of Macaulay Culkin's siblings. Oh, okay. So it wasn't. I, I don't. I didn't believe it. So, everybody else is getting, unless you're, if you're on the ship, everybody else is getting, like, fucking hallucinations. At, but, at what point would you have killed Dr. Grant? I told you. As soon as this nigga tried to explain fucking wormholes with me. Like, obviously, this nigga's evil. All right? Draco Malfoy's dad had it had it best. But, um, when he had the thing to his throat. Anyway, um, the lady... Fury Style was the only one that was like, you know what, these are hallucinations, so I probably shouldn't listen to these hallucinations. Everybody else was like, fuck it, let's go with it. Balls deep. She's looking for a kid in space. But any just thought would be like, what? My kid's on Earth. How the fuck is he out here? Let me probably get out here because the ship's evil. Anyway, that happens. Dr. Grant becomes one with the ship after seeing his wife who gouges his eyes out. Mm-hmm. So he gouges his eyes off. Mm-hmm. Like a summer melon baller. Mm-hmm. Just scoop that son of a bitch out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then third act. Whatever. So then they, um, shit's blown up. Black guy's flying off in space. The chick's dead. Uh, oh, and he beats the hell out of um, Drago's dad. Oh, I guess he got super strength from the ship also. When he oh, he gets uh, hell strength. Hell strength. And so he beats a, a Mr. Malfoy. He kills him. And then he strings him up and cuts out his intestines and shit like that. <laughs> uh, so it's Miller and uh, Stark versus the world at this point. Mm-hmm. And uh, Furious finds Stark knocked out and uses smelling salts to revive her. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you seen smelling salts in a movie? When was the last time you watched the 90s movie, baby? Because <laughs> <laughs> they, def- they definitely stopped using those. Yeah. Um, but I bought some in case you want to try them. We should we should do some before a podcast one time. They just smell like ass, right? Uh, it smells like ammonia. Oh. And it just it basically just gets more oxygen to your brain really fast. Oh, that's what it is. I thought it was just because it stinks really bad. It makes you wake up. It like it opens your uh, nasal passages. Uh, uh yep, yep, it does. Because I know when I smell ammonia, I'm like this. I'm real wide nostrily. Like, mm-hmm. okay, that makes sense. It, it's safe. It's safe to use. You just can't do it like every day. We shouldn't get a habit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um. So they wake up and then Furious went to go get a space gun, but he loses it. <laughs> He immediately loses it. Like it's, I think he like where he uses his hell powers because it's immediately in his hands. <laughs> He's I don't, like, I don't, oh, I don't even know where the space cannons is. Thank you, Furious. I think that part got cut out in the movie. They're okay, just, they're just like whatever, fuck it. Because I think he maybe set it down to use the smelling salt, but it, like it <laughs> teleported across the fucking room. Uh, did you notice the uh, ADR in this movie was eighties as fuck? The what? ADR means like when the when the punches happen, it's like whoosh, whoosh. oh. Hey, baby, they didn't know what meat sound, meat didn't sound like getting punched. Very easy sound to make. Go punch a fucking steak. That's how you sound a punch. Uh, action sequence when when we are actually accidentally shoots out a window. Mm-hmm. Well, he was shooting at the black guy. He's like, ah, it's two of you. <laughs> how did you teleport? Yeah. And so, like, uh, he, he, he breached a hole, which you were not supposed to do. 
because him and he just had wintry banter with fucking furious about hey if you miss me you're gonna breach the hole and then he was like what's you basically think i'm gonna miss he sees someone outside and he shoots the fucking window i'm like wait you just talked about not breaching the hole and you do this act and then he gets sucked out of the window the black guy he's just not in this movie for a while he's so, he, he's just here to say motherfucker a couple times mm-hmm. and and that's about it and so Furious was about to get away, but he had to save the white chick because he'll never leave another man behind. And that door was about to bend the shit out of a steel-ass crowbar. No, you know what it is? It's a space pickaxe, mm-hmm. which, it, of course, you have a lot of good use for on a spaceship, right? It saved that goddamn door from being closed. It did. It did. But what are you using the pickaxe for? Is it, are they on a mining mission? What's going on? Hey, maybe on that ship they were. Anyway, they were going to the edge of space and time, my dude. And so they had to, <laughs> they were like, okay, now we got to get the hell off the ship, but our other ship's blown up. He's like, all right, we'll just use the lifeboat, but we got to blow this shit to hell because that word belongs, hell, because it brought back hell, hell. <laughs> yeah, they say hell, hell quite a yes. bit in this last act. It was pretty funny. And so. And we don't want to go there because the Wi-Fi is really slow and the beds are lumpy and the pillows are flat and the channels aren't in the time zone you're used to and all the pizza is thin crust and vodka doesn't exist. That's hell. You've thought about that, huh? Mm-hmm. So, Fury was like, all right, I'm going to go blow up the bridge, right? But don't worry, I'll be right back. Yeah, and then uh, they were like, we'll come with you because, you know, we could help you. And they were like, no, I got to do this in my loan because you guys got to do other shit. And so, other people were prepping, and then he has the final boss battle. <laughs> and also, like, how they reenacted that scene from The Shining with blood coming out of the elevator like, yeah. for no reason. I'm like, it's fine. The movie can be over now, you guys. They don't need any more hallucinations. Just get to the boss battle. It wasn't a hallucination. That bitch just got hit the blood title. Like, where did all that blood come from? Okay, it wasn't a hallucination. They're just getting, like, close to hell? I don't know. Yeah, because she fell through the fuck. I guess the ship is fighting back even more. And so, final boss battle, and then Furious was like, no, just take me. And he was like, well, no, I kind of want the other two. But, yeah... I mean, if I wasn't greedy, I probably would have saved it. If he was like, well, this would be a greedy detonation explosion. I kind of wish he said the catchphrase. Because mm-hmm. the, the whole exchange of DUC, DUC, and yes, I see. Mm-hmm. I also would have accepted it's Miller time. Or if he would have said, he's like. Or go to hell. Or something along those lines. Yep. He was like, well, you want my soul. You're not going to get ship. Oh, that's great as well. Yeah. Anyway, so he blows the ship because he wanted to save his friend because, you know, redemption and shit like that. Which he wasn't wrong for leaving that one guy because he saved everybody else. Again, if you have to choose between me and everybody else, you choose me. But I'm just saying, I wouldn't haunt you. Choose me, though. Yeah, I don't think that was fair of that guy to say that. Yeah. Of like, save me, save me. I'm like, come on, man. That's a lot of pressure. He's like, have you ever seen, I like the description, have you ever seen floor, fire, and I, I, I tried to look up fire and zero G to see how it really looks. Said it's beautiful, and they ate that nigga up. <laughs> and so the two white guy and the black white chick and the black, and they get away, and then they go into cryo sleep, which is scary because there's. I mean, is the lifeboats not possessed because they blew up the evil warp drive? I think they there's some implications that cryo sleep just causes nightmares. Well, I mean that was very traumatic, all right, and it's it cold in those days. Oh, it was, yeah. But the black dude was like, bit, oh wait, he doesn't have hallucinations because he was never on the ship really yeah. that much. No, he wasn't. Yeah. And so she wakes up and like, oh no, it's Doctor Weir looking like hell, like skeleton, like a uh, pinhead. But she never saw that Doctor Weir with his eyes back, so I don't know why she had that distinct vision of him. Yeah, she was watching the director's cut. That part also got cut from the movie. All right. 
And then they all live happily ever after. Cut to some 90s uh, electro electric music. That, do, sound, do, do, that sounds do. like the Mortal Kombat theme. Mm-hmm. And then I started playing Tony Hawk on PlayStation 1. All right. Well, that was a movie. Yeah, you picked it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I sure did. You sure did. And since he made me watch that, uh, we're watching Evil Dead. No, a lot, of, a lot of people requested that. You didn't see that thread? No. At least three people did. You knew that movie was trash. Oh, uh, that's that's fine. Because you never suggested that we watch a bad film. Never. Not in the history of the show. When? You want me to get the receipts? or? Yeah. Give uh, me one bad movie I requested. Oh, I'll have to go look. One. One. That I requested that wasn't part of the Marvel MCU. Oh, well, now you're getting specific, huh? Okay. We we both agreed on watching the MCU, <laughs> so it's not my fault. <laughs> It's it's okay. It was a great idea, wasn't like, it? It's okay to take responsability sometimes. I'm just saying, which it's, movie? It's, it's, I said it's, it's fine. It's which fine. movie? Which I'm not I'm not mad at you for it. We're still saying, right, we're, st- like, we're still I, gonna, I, we're I still we're still going to be fast. friends. That's, we've done a lot of episodes. I have to go back and check. No, you don't. Because you, you're thinking of something. <laughs> like you're giving me shit for it. Mm-hmm. What if I said send you to a it, bad it, movie? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It'll lose me at the moment. I'll go back. Doesn't happen. All right. I never said, kid. You have to watch this movie. Did I pick uh, 47 meters? We enjoyed 47 meters below. Uh, Well, actually, I wanted the Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> I did not want to watch that movie again. I can't believe you don't like Deep Blue Sea. I mean, I like it, but I, I didn't need to watch it. Well, we could we could watch something new, or we could watch a movie I haven't seen like five, six, seven times. I enjoyed 47 meters. You enjoyed it, right? We, I mean, we enjoyed the dumbness of those sharks, but it was like, bitch, you go die. Yeah, and even though you saw the ending coming a mile away, I didn't see it, but it still was kind of a cool ending because we was like, "That bitch don't live." <laughs> That's what I saw. I'm like, "How's this bitch alive? How was she alive?" And then she wasn't. All right, it was anyway, quite. It was quite a twist. That I mean, that movie was really starring criminal negligence. We asked more questions than we were answered in that movie. Uh, the greatest thing associated with this movie is that this dude, Paul W. S. Anderson. Mm-hmm. Did this movie instead of doing X Men? He would have gave us a fun X Men because even though the Resident Evil were bad after three, no three was bad, and then they got terrible. He would have gave us two good movies, two it, good X Men. It couldn't have been any worse, and at least he makes fun movies. Yeah, they're fun. Even this movie is like bad in a way, but it's trying to be something. I mean, no, I mean, if, like you said, you saw this in nineteen ninety seven in the theaters. I'm pretty sure this would make me piss myself too. It's just like I thought I saw this movie and I thought it was gonna be more nostalgia than anything. I don't remember this movie. And so it's like, huh, yeah. Huh. All right. This is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I said I said he would have made a better X Men film because hmm. he made a faithful mortal uh, a quote unquote faithful Mortal Kombat and kinda of, a kind of faithful Resident Resident Evil. And then you said, Well, there's a house. <laughs> and hey, and hey, he could have done that for X Men. There would have been a house, which is more than we could say for the. No, for remember, the, I like I no. I was saying it wasn't that true to source material. No, it it's more true than the X Men films were. Yeah. So, but I'm no. I think he would make great X Men movie because it would have been fun. Yeah. He probably would have had your mall scene. Oh, he would have. <laughs> and he would have gave us a fucking gambit already. He would have, yeah. So yeah, gambit would have been there from the jump, and then would have gone to the mall. Oh, and Mila Jovovich would have been in it. What she been? She'd been the Phoenix, Dazzler. I don't know. Mm. Now, they, I mean, dog, we talking about nineties X Men? That thing. It would have been fine. Her is Jean Grey. Oh no. 
I mean, but this is nineties her when she was popping, bruh. Yeah, yeah. Alright, yeah, that's fine, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean yeah. I'm saying right now and you still like her. Yeah, back no, you're then. right. This would have been ninety seven. Yeah. So yeah. come on. She was popping back then, bro. Yeah, okay. And she's a fucking Sagittarius, December seventeenth. That's my dude. Oh yeah, you had the same birthday. Yep. Alright, anything else before you wrap up? Uh never wrap it up. Shout out to Kamala Harris, uh Shannon Sharp, Colin Kaepernick, and Rick Flair the Four Horsemen. Woo! All right, everybody, thanks for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Follow us on SoundCloud iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Share the show or rate it. Visit us at allpodcastmatter.com. Two up, two down.